we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to it, kids. Uh, A lot of stuff happening in the world, including a second vote for House Speaker for Jim Jordan. Uh, There are at least 20 rhino Republicans, uh, how do I put this gingerly, from hell, who uh, want to return to the same old, same old, and they're not hearing you, are they? They are not hearing you. They're perfectly fine with starting wars and spending your money, and they're not listening to you. The uh, The reason why Jim Jordan is popular, the reason why Jim Jordan is at the front of the list is because you demanded somebody who's an America first person who has literally put in a fight to, uh, to stop the corruption and malfeasance in Washington, D.C., has hundreds and hundreds of hours leading committees trying to get a handle on all of the malfeasance, the abuses and usurpations that we have experienced, and yet these jackweeds in Congress decide that they need somebody a little softer who can work with the other side. Yeah, you know what? Screw the other side. Screw the other side that forced all sorts of mandates down our throat. Screw the other side who uh, ended the Keystone Pipeline and created disastrous spending policies and incredible inflation that has destroyed the middle class of America. Screw the other side. Screw the Democrats. That's what I have to say. Uh, Other than that, how you doing? You doing okay? Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, Another thing, and and I got to tell you, I'm serious. I'm a little disappointed in all of you for thinking that an organization that would go into peacefully, mostly peacefully, a sneak across the Israel border and murder hundreds and thousands of people and rape women in front of their children, then kill their children, cut their babies' heads off and rape left and right, and then go around a music festival for hours and shoot innocent people in the head and burn them alive. How could you possibly think that this organization, Hamas, and a good share of the Palestinian people would would, uh, accidentally or intentionally blow up a hospital? Hospital. You know, why would they, the, the same organization that, of course, is, I mean, they, they are keeping uh, Palestinians from fleeing the violence because they want to use them as human shields. And, and they do put their, you know, their artillery around hospitals and schools and stuff like that. But who, who would honestly think that that organization would intentionally uh, hit a hospital so that the international uh, opinion would turn against the Israelis? How could you possibly think that? 
I mean, on well, okay, Justin Trudeau immediately thought that. He's the Prime Minister of Canada, and uh, he's going to get stomped in the next election. And then there were, oh, basically every academic in America who is uh, not Jewish, I guess, but although there are probably a lot of uh, Jewish uh, uh, guilty, uh, what I call it, guilt-ridden Jewish people who uh, feel terrible for just existing. Uh, same way that uh, guilt-ridden Karens live in cul-de-sacs in America, and they uh, hate themselves for being born white uh those those same people all involved in this but uh, fortunately that hasn't rubbed off on the american population the american people thank god the common sense uh loving american people the freedom loving american people those who know the cruelty that has been uh dispatched against uh the, the jewish people for three thousand years uh they know that uh, this is all bullcrap just because, you know, I don't know, every few years we have our American embassies overtaken by a bunch of radical Islamists who scream Allah Akbar and a bunch of chants, but and they have their, yeah, I'm making fun of them. It's surely racist. I'm making fun of the, the uh, Islamic radicals who every couple of years burn our embassies and say they're going to death to Israel, and, and now they're here. And down there, they, we, we've seen what 22 years since 9-11 can do. And so we have all of these rallies. I'll get to those uh, around the country. But uh, clearly, higher education has been infiltrated by anti-Semitism. And, and fortunately, it's going to be defunded. That said, back to the poll. Voters were asked whether their sympathies lie more with Israel or more with the Palestinians based on what they know about the situation in the Middle East. About 60% of us, 61% say, well, we side with the Israelis. 13% side with the, uh, the Palestinians. I wonder if the FBI is surveilling them at school board meetings. I'm just saying, you know, maybe. Might want to do that. Yeah, this is an all-time high of voters saying their sympathies lie more with the Israelis since the Quinnipiac poll first asked this question of registered voters in 2001, which was, I do believe, September, December 2001. That's like two months after 9-11. Yeah. Previous high for saying the Israelis was in uh, April 2010 when 57% said the Israelis and 13% said the Palestinians. And yet there are protests going on around the world once again, screaming out of Akbar, calling for the Jews to be driven into the sea and destroyed and blown up and burned. That's really racist. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I thought this maybe was Taylor Swift and uh, and uh, coming out of her hotel room. Yeah, that's in New York City. That's in uh, that's in New York City. There was a massive Palestinian rally there, and and the people were screaming at a woman who had a an Israeli flag in the same city that 9-11 happened 22 years ago. And uh, radical Islamists slammed two buildings into, or two, uh, two planes into two buildings. And all together that day, about 3,000 people died. Uh, a couple thousand were incinerated to their deaths, crushed to death, including 350 first responders. And, and on that same day, it's kind of funny, because in the Gaza Strip and uh, the West Bank and uh, all of that, uh, they were passing out candy on that day and celebrating. They thought it was great. I remember I watched that. I was like, where the hell is that? And I went, oh, my God, it's in Gaza. That's right there in Israel. Right there. That's where that's happening. And they're throwing money. They're celebrating 
22 years later, they're doing the same damn thing. And you know what? Here's what I got to say. Uh, evacuate the innocent and raise Gaza. No, not R-A-I-S-E. R-A-Z-E. That's what I have to say about it. You know, but, you know, I guess I'm an extremist. Or maybe I'm just sick and tired of all of this nonsense. I've been on the planet for 57 years. I know I'm really old. But, um... But I've been on the planet a long time, and, and since I was a kid, I remember back in the, the 70s, I know I was alive in the 70s, holy hell, uh, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi were alive in the 1870s. That said, I remember back in the 70s watching uh, the uh, U.S. Embassy in Tehran being overtaken and Jimmy Carter uh, bending over forward uh, for the Ayatollah Khomeini to usher him in and an usher in, well, essentially what has been 45 years of every couple of years, uh, a bunch of Israel, or not of Israel, but a bunch of terrorist organizations, Palestinian supporting and whatnot, just burn embassies and murder Americans and all of that stuff. Like, in, like it was in 1983, I think it was 1983, on my birthday in 1983, a bunch of Marines were blown up by uh, jihadists. Remember that one? Remember that one? And then, uh, oh, I could just go on and on about uh, all of the embassies that have been burned and all of the American flags that have been burned. And you know what? I'm getting kind of tired of this crap. How about you? Getting kind of tired of this crap. And you know what really I'm really sick and tired of is that it's happening on our soil right now. While the uh, FBI, the DOJ, the DHS are going after Trump supporters for political reasons. And ignoring a southern border that has allowed millions to come across. And now we know million, many of them appear to be middle-aged or middle, middle eastern males of military age. Normally when you're in a, a place of... Uh, war or strife the women and children leave and then you, they go and they seek refuge but not this time no 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 because we're being played that's the uh, that's the reason we've been played for a very long time in this country and fortunately there are a few of us on the uh, on the radio and in the media and on social media who have said screw you and your censorship i'm going to tell the truth about what's going on and fortunately, that truth is cutting through idiots on NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, PBS, NPR, all of the other letter alphabet uh, uh, networks. And more and more people are saying, well, they're just full of crap and they hate America. That's why 61% of us say we support Israel and only 13% support the Palestinian nonsense. So uh, there's that. This is Seb Gorka talking uh, on Newsmax about what's going on in the country, all of the uh, infiltration that has happened since 9-11 when we should have learned something. But but don't worry, Rob. The FBI is arresting 61-year-old grandmothers who walked through the velvet rope on January 6th. And there's some... Well, he's right. They, that, the FBI is doing good work that way, going after patriotic Americans who didn't do, it, do anything. But, you know, I mean, at least they're being diligent. Failing Catholics because they go to Latin mass. Remember. Oh yeah, there was the yeah the Catholic thing. You 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 can't be too, you know. I mean, you ever seen when you're sitting next to a Catholic on an airplane? You're kind of worried about you know maybe them taking over. But what we were told after January 6th, the biggest operation in the FBI history, with a thousand people arrested, was the January 6th investigation. Oh. How many people do we think? So while they're doing all that, the last three years. Uh, 
What have they done about the southern border and all the people coming from uh, places like Qatar and Saudi Arabia and then to Iraq and Bangladesh? What about that? Oh, I guess they kind of missed it. Hamas have secreted into the at least 8 million illegals who've crossed the border since Biden became president. How many agents of influence working for Iran are secreted through the whole of the government? That's the question. I well, I don't know. Why don't you, why don't you ask uh, Elon Omar, who doesn't have any children, or uh, or uh, Corey Bush, who doesn't have any children, or uh, I'm just saying this because uh, uh, it, it, it seems like uh, some pretty radical people who have nothing to do with children whatsoever are saying a lot of things about an attack that uh, some, kill, some children were killed. I, I don't think that they have any right to say a damn thing. But you got some radicals in our Congress who are there. It's very clear that the whole of the country has been infiltrated by uh, radical leftism, even even uh, fundamental Islamism that is dangerous in universities, clearly in government, clearly all of these things have happened since 9-11, when, which we said that would never happen again. Isn't that funny? This is what liberalism has done to the country. This is what socialism has done to the country. Thousands of protesters surround a U.S. embassy in Lebanon with demonstrators hanging Palestinian flags. They're chanting out there. They're burning stuff there. All the stuff that they do. I think they actually have these little stores right there near the embassies that sell your uh, riot supplies. They got the American flags for burning. If you need an accelerant over here, we got the uh, Burn USA gasoline cans over there. Pro-Palestinian and uh, uh, protesters we clashed with Israeli protesters in New York City's Washington Square. We heard that. Flags lit on fire, chants of Allahu Akbar. That shouldn't be allowed, but you know what it is. We have free speech. But I sure wish the FBI was there to maybe, I don't know, track some cell phones. Find the people who are doing that, espousing the beliefs of Hamas, perhaps who aren't here legally. Or are here who aren't citizens. And then find those people and put their asses out of the country. How about that, FBI? How about doing that? But you know what? We keep falling for the same old junk. The immediate response from the left in this country when a hospital was bombed in Gaza and the announcement came out from the Palestinians that Israel did it on purpose and 500 people were dead. What's your first response to that? What should it be? Oh, yeah, the people who murdered all the people and started this and raped and pillaged in a, in a medieval bloodbath are now saying this. And honestly, if you fell for it, you're an idiot, and you're real bordering on, like, danger to us being that stupid. We, most Americans, didn't fall for it. Now, we got a bunch of stuff on the show today I'm going to get to, including Joe Biden yesterday. Uh, he, uh, he's speaking softly, but he's not carrying a big stick. I'm going to share some of that. And I've actually come up with a list of, uh, of new, uh, Biden doctrines about speaking softly and then what follows it. That is coming up. Here's the number 800-922-6680. We've got a lot on the, uh, the Middle East. We've got a lot on Jim Jordan and whether he's going to be the speaker. There's about a vote going on right there. Plus your phone calls at 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. This is uh, audio from a Palestinian spokesman speaking to uh, an American journalist uh, in the West Bank yesterday about what happened at the hospital. Allah, Muhammad Jihad. 
There you go. Okay, so everything was uh, kind of cool after that. Got a little hot there for a second, but uh, fortunately, uh, cooler heads prevailed and remained attached to their shoulders, which is the most important thing you have to worry about when you're in the Middle East, is, uh, yeah, being able to leave with your head on your shoulders. Yeah. Oh, let's hear to our president. Our president. Here's our prezi. Let me let me play our prezi. Uh, in case you didn't know that uh, yesterday, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Hamas. Uh, I'll just call them dumbass because they're a bunch of dumbasses. Uh, they uh, they have these little rockets they shoot off into the uh, Israeli territories to kill people, and sometimes the engines run out of gas. I'm serious. Sometimes they ran out of gas in the air and they just fall, and that's what they think happened here because they're a bunch of dumbasses in Hamas is what it is. But uh, that didn't stop uh, Rafe Sanchez, I know, Rafe Sanchez, on MSNBC, blaming Israel for the attack on the hospital, which Israel never does. The strike, or the explosion, let's say, the explosion seems to have taken place in a courtyard in front of the hospital, where families were gathering, believing, fatally, as it turned out. No, come on in here to the courtyard. You'll be perfectly fine. That they would be durka, durka. safe if they were within hospital grounds. Now, as you said, the Israeli military is saying that at the time this hospital was hit, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, which is a smaller terrorist group that operates... It's a smaller one. They're the Durka of the two. It's ...alongside Hamas in Gaza. Slightly Durkad. ...was in the midst of firing a barrage of rockets into Israel. And the Israeli military says intelligence from multiple sources that we have in our hands indicates that Islamic Jihad is responsible for the failed rocket launch, which... Ah, the big Durka. ...hit the hospital in Gaza. So, Nicole, this is an absolutely classic fog of war situation, and we should be really clear. NBC News is not able to get into Gaza right now. The Israeli border is sealed. The Egyptian border is sealed. Our teams are not able to get there and to verify this mm -hmm. directly. Yeah. We should also say... It should be fairly obvious. When a hospital gets targeted in Gaza, it should be fairly obvious. The raping, murdering people who want to annihilate the Jews... Probably did it. I just think it out loud. It's kind of like, I don't know, abusive spouse, uh, uh, you know, wife calls the police uh, every week for a year, and all of a sudden she just disappears and is found murdered. Oh, yeah, it's got to be the Jews. That the Israeli military at this point is not providing any evidence to back up its oh, claims they got a lot that of this was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket. Uh, they are yeah. citing intelligence that they have not yet made public. We should also say that... Obviously, MSNBC doesn't get any intelligence or have any intelligence. This kind of death toll is not what you normally associate with Palestinian rockets. Yeah. These rockets are dangerous. They are deadly. They do not tend to kill hundreds of people in a single... Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Hamas records could only queue up, uh, kill a few dozen children, not 500. ...strike in the way 
that Israeli high explosives, especially these bunker buster bombs that are used to target these Hamas tunnels under Gaza. He's already bl- he's blaming it on Israel. The city do have the. Let's fast forward to the end of this because I can't take much more. The Israeli military has said things in the immediate aftermath of an incident that have turned out not to be true in the long run. And the one example I'll give you is that when the Al Jazeera journalist Shireen Abu Akleh was killed in the occupied West. Okay, so he says that Israel always says things that aren't untrue or that aren't true. Meanwhile, every single time that Hamas says something, it turns out to be untrue. The Israeli military initially said that she was killed by Palestinian gunmen, and it was only months and months later that they admitted that it was likely an Israeli soldier who... Yeah, okay, well, it's all a lie. It always has been a lie. Anybody who would fall for a lie from Hamas is a dumbass just like them. And then we've got our president. Wait till you hear Joe Biden lazily reading through some note cards, barely awake during yesterday's meeting with Benjamin Netanyahu. If you have any optimism about the United States doing the right thing in the Middle East at this time in our history, uh, I don't know where you're getting that weed, but you ought to light it up again because, uh, wow, just wow. Uh, More with the president. Also, your phone calls, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Durka, Durka. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and Z-Pak. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. This is proof of Israel's claims that it was actually missiles from the Gaza Strip shot uh, uh, into the direction of the El Ahali uh, Hospital in Gaza City and not from Israel. These are This is uh, Channel 12's camera. It is a camera situated in the city of Netivot and its view is of the Gaza Strip. You see the time uh, stamp on this. It's 6.59 and this is when it happens. We can pl- press... Why, why should we believe videotape? I mean, honestly, why should we believe videotape? I mean, think about it. I mean, videotape can lie to you. Like when you see, I don't know, a couple of tables in a convention hall in Atlanta just, uh, you know, all of a sudden after uh, the media is chased out, giant boxes of ballots, uh, uh, big cases of ballots being taken out and rerun through uh, time and time again. Why would we even – you can't trust videotape. Why could you – you can't trust videotape, honestly. How could you possibly leave that, that missiles being shot from the West Bank towards Israel and one of them falling from the sky on a hospital? How can you believe that's real? 
Because if anything, I mean, live in America the last couple of years, you cannot believe videotape. You can't believe the Ashley Babbitt getting shot videotape, cold-blooded, unarmed, climbing through a window. That was clearly a lie. She probably had an AK-47 strapped to her back, probably had a bomb vest. We don't know these things. You can't trust videotape. Or maybe it's just a bunch of morons immediately think the worst of Israel, even though the worst always comes from Hamas, uh, a good share of the Palestinian people who are used as political pawns, just like so many in the United States. I don't know, inner city blacks and whatnot. Same, same scenario. Use them until they're spent and then move on. That's what, that's what happens with Democrats and black people in inner cities. The same thing goes with innocent people in, uh, in Gaza. You know, they use them, they ask for their support, maybe even get their votes. And then when it's all over, if they die, poo, just put up a mural and get a settlement from the government. Same, same dynamic. I, I made that analogy yesterday. I don't think anybody else is because uh, either I'm insane or I'm spot on. And I'm thinking I'm pretty much spot on. So uh, here is uh, President Biden admitting yesterday after mountains of evidence and the obvious that, you know, Hamas does these things, uh, admitting that uh, it, was, it was really not Israel, it was the other team. This is the leader of the free world. Deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. He's reading off of note cards. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though... It was done by the other team, not... not yeah, why don't you say Hamas? How about that? You, but there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we got a lot of, we got to overcome a lot of things. Well, you're sitting there in front of the Prime Minister of Israel. You can just ask him, did you do it? And he'll say, well, no, stupid, because we don't do that kind of stuff. Now, here is the, uh, the president uh, sleepwalking through his conversation with Benjamin Netanyahu. And he's, uh, and he's pretty darn sleepy, I'll tell you that. Here he is, President of the United States. You know, uh, years ago, I asked the Secretary of State when he and I were working in the Senate. Okay, now, I'm not an expert on dementia. I've just had relatives live with me for years, decades. And I watched them descend. Uh, and it's, this is pretty much uh, them. To write something for a man. He said, uh, you wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we lead, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. There you go. That's the President of the United States, uh, forgetting his train of thought once again and then saying, ah, let's tell you later. Let's do it again. He said, uh, it's not, we lead, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. Yeah, I won't go into it because I forgot what I was talking about there, but uh, you know what? But you know what? Joy Behar says, thank God that somebody like Joe Biden with his life experience is in charge right now. Because otherwise, I mean, we'd be on the verge of World War III or something. With, I mean, we're literally watching. This is not all Joy Behar. This is just the, the, uh, the, the, the view, uh, which I call the Harpies from Hell show accidentally because they sound so alike. I'll just be saying, uh, on the Harpies from Hell show. Oh, gosh darn it. There I go again. It's the view. Now, this is the view. They're talking about uh, Vivek Ramaswamy not having experience in foreign policy. But Joe Biden's been in Washington, D.C. for 50 years, so he's awesome. Uh, uh, Putin's going to China. Biden's going to Israel. We're watching all of these things. We, we all experience the supply chain issues of a pandemic. Yeah, all of this was caused by Joe Biden. We live in a global economy. Mm -hmm. but they promised 
Ramaswamy is an ideologue who applies this isolationism regardless of circumstance or situation. She learned that in a class in college. It's not it okay. Wrong? When you, you, see, you, when you are sitting, yeah. when you are yes. in this world right now. Oh boy. Mm. Here goes Joy Behar. Your, your IQs are going to shrink a little. Now, watching what is going on all over the world, yeah. as you pointed out, you want somebody with experience. Oh this yes. is why I'm putting my money on Joe Biden. Oh boy. At least he has co he's oh. coming from years and years of experience Over well, in politics. The man is. Didn't she used to be a comedian? Go do that again. Empathic. He's smart. He's brave. He's going oh, to Israel. I don't see Trump getting on a plane. Wow, that is uh, the epitome of uh, stupid. Trump has responded to the news that Joe Biden is traveling to the Middle East, uh, but uh, Jordan and Palestinian leaders have already snubbed him before he got there. <laughs> In May of 2017, Joe B or, uh, Donald Trump arrived with Melania, and she was met on the uh, tarmac in Saudi Arabia by the king of Saudi Arabia. And she didn't have to wear a headscarf or anything, and he got a welcome for, that was, uh, that was re reserved for a king. But Joe Biden flies over there, and uh, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Palestinian leaders and the and the Jordan are not meeting with him. You know why? Because they realize he's an empty suit. He's an empty suit. Here's a little bit of Joe Biden yesterday talking about the. Oh, oh, by the way, he's already ready to stroke a check. I shouldn't use the word stroke around him. But anyway, one hundred billion dollars is what they need. It's a it's a number they pull out of their. Uh, <clears throat> their bunkers they pull it out of their bunkers and they just decide that suddenly out of nowhere you need a hundred billion dollars but don't worry it's not just for uh, israel's defense today i'm also announcing 100 million dollars in new u.s funding for humanitarian assistance in both gaza and the west bank this is just the hundred million he's got a hundred billion he wants to send to ukraine and uh, israel Bank. this money will support more than one million displaced and conflict affected palestinians including emergency needs in Gaza. Today, yeah, you know what, they, they, they kind of brought it on themselves. I'm just going to say that. Here's a little bit more from the, uh, the president. He says that we should not let rage consume us. Even though one of the most barbaric, savage attacks on individuals, humans, in the history of the world just took place last week. And the kind of stuff you'd read about with regard to, you know, people like Attila the Hun. Yeah, it happened in Israel. About a week ago. Justice must be done. But I caution this while you feel that rage. Don't be consumed by it. Oh, After I think it's time to be consumed. They're consumed. I think we need to be consumed. After 9-11, we were enraged in the United States. While we sought justice and got justice, we also made mistakes. I'm the first U.S. president to visit Israel. Oh, how did we receive justice? There were people in Guantanamo Bay still. They're negotiating for their release. They've never been held responsible for what they did. What, what literally did we do to hold those responsible? We had a war that was unnecessary. We lost another more than 3,000 people in the battle, sent many of them, thousands of them home with horrific injuries, both mental and physical. And where are we today? Square one. Square one. Yeah, we're back at square one. Isn't that something else? Unbelievable. Here is uh, Senator John Kennedy, who's awesome. He's the king of colloquial, talking about our glorious dear leader. I think we need to ask ourselves, though, Martha, why are we here? And I think we have to be honest with ourselves. Um, 
America has a president, president who, is, uh, who is not a defense hawk. Uh, America has a president whose administration is, frankly, more interested in discussing whether a man can breastfeed than it is in talking about national security. I don't know. That breastfeeding men thing is pretty important. Put yourself in the shoes of our enemies, Russia and Iran and China. What do they see? They see an America whose president cut and run from Afghanistan. Oh, there was that. Our yeah. enemies see an America whose president refuses to give Ukraine the weapons it needs to win. Our enemies see an America uh, whose pres president refuses to enforce the sanctions yeah, on breast... Iranian oil breast... and indeed has tried to give the Iranians but the breast... um, over not $6 billion, Men but $10 billion. All right, never mind. I could continue, but the point is our enemies have, have included that America has a pres president who's a bit of a weenie. Oh, I think he's worse than a weenie. Oh, I think he's much worse than that. Let's go to Angela in Glen Burnie, who's been holding. Hello there, Angela. Welcome to the Rob Carson Hi. Show. Hi, it's nice to speak with you. You just covered so many things I was going to ask you about. The one thing I will ask your opinion on is the money. I think it is it $100 million yes. that he talked about. Do you? I heard some gentlemen from Epic Times talking about that, and one was from Israel. I don't remember their credentials, but one was from the army, and they were. They said that they doubted very much if that money is going to help. They think that it is going to go to Hamas. They said they don't believe there's any way that that will get to the people that really need it. Well, of course. And I, I mean, you know, no, 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 of course. People one, are telling me, like, oh, look what he did. He's giving money, and it just drives so it's me a giant, <laughs> It's a giant pile of crap, Angela. You know what else is a giant pile of crap? When Barack Obama was the president, he sent pallets of cash to Iran. Okay, uh, Joe Biden also gave eighty-five billion dollars worth of our military hardware to our enemies by abandoning Afghanistan. Yes. So, uh, as far as money going to uh, uh, to humanitarian aid with any despotic regime, it will always not go to the people. Always. I don't care if you're talking Angola. I don't care if you're talking about uh, Afghanistan. It's always going to go to the bad guys. Aid for Israel is going to get to the Israeli people. But aid for anybody that you said that the United States sends $100 million to the people of Palestine, it's never going to get to them. The only thing that's going to get to them is possibly food deliveries, humanitarian deliveries, but never cash. You can't trust them. They lie about everything, Angela. That's what I thought. Thank you for explaining, and thank you for what you do. I appreciate you, you very much. All right. God bless you, and God bless Israel. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, Biden is, is proposing a $100 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and the U.S. border. Sure. Joe Biden mulling over a supplementary request for a massive $100 billion earmarked for defense assistance to Israel and Ukraine, mostly Ukraine along with border security funding, which he doesn't care about. And you can actually, here's a way, it's, it's interesting, Angela, you just called about our money going to Palestine and whether it would get to the people. Joe Biden's promising $100 billion for aid that includes border security for the United States. Joe Biden lies to you just like they do. They, oh yeah, you're going to get the aid you want. Yeah, we're the Palestinians, they're going to get the aid to you. Yeah, buy arms with it. Joe Biden, yeah, we're going to get that border taken care of. Yeah, don't give him a damn dime. Keep it wide open. Yeah, that's what it is.
That's what it is. $100 billion. $100 billion. So they're already stroking a check for it, which would make all of you go, huh, that's kind of strange. Oh, back to the uh, hospital attack. This is an Israeli defense official talking about what actually happened. And it should have been obvious to everybody, even Justin Trudeau, but he's too stupid. This is what took place on Tuesday, October 17th. At 6.15 p.m., a barrage of rockets was fired by Hamas to Israel. Then, at 6.59 p.m., a barrage of around 10 rockets was fired by Islamic Jihad from a nearby cemetery. It was at the time that 6.59 p.m. when there were reports of an explosion at the Al-Hali Al-Mahadani Hospital in Gaza City. According to our intelligence, Hamas checked the reports I believe that that like all the letter alphabets on the liberal media are calling it Baptist Hospital. <laughs> sure, it was an Islamic Jihad rocket. Yeah, it was a it was an Islamic Jihad rocket. There you go. Yeah, of course it was. It always is. It always is. By no, this is no exception. Unbelievable. I thought of a few things. You know, Joe Biden is talking very softly. In case you didn't notice, Joe Biden can barely can barely talk. Here he is, real quick. I'll play a little bit more. Here's Joe Biden. I'm gonna I'm gonna relate this to his foreign policy. Taking too much time, but the point is this: that uh, um, I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not not you. There but you there's a lot of people. Okay, so here, here's what I'm saying. You know the uh, the expression from Teddy Roosevelt: uh, "Speak softly and carry a big stick." Uh, Joe Biden said of uh, Barack Obama, he said he speaks softly and has a big stick. Remember that one? Yeah, I know. Uh, here's some things that I'm saying that, uh, that might work for Joe Biden. Speak softly, then put a lid on your day at 9 o'clock. Speak softly, and then go on a vacation. Uh, speak softly, or you can't sneak up, sneak up on girls and sniff their hair. Speak softly, or you won't get any uh, pudding at the care facility tonight. Speak softly as Jill leads you off the stage. And I would say one of the uh, the number one uh, thoughts for Joe Biden is speak softly. Because if you raise your voice, you may poop your pants a little. This happens. It happens. But that's the Joe Biden doctrine for international peace. Uh, coming up, Donald Trump's plan to keep jihadists and their sympathizers out of America. And Dan from Bethany Beach, you'll be next. This is the Rob Carson Show. He said, uh, it's not, we need, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. I'm telling you what, Hamas better be quaking in their boots because he might whisper on them and maybe spit a little or, or give them a big wet kiss like your Aunt Blanche used to, well, mine did actually, Aunt Blanche at Thanksgiving, which I mean, honestly. I think that Hamas would go, okay, we give up. If, if Aunt Blanche planted a big kind of like half on the lips, kind of half on the cheek, and you'd get some of that Aunt Blanche spit, and you'd be like, <laughs> I think that would work. I think that would work. Uh, much more coming up, including your call from uh, Dan and Bethany Beach in one second. Um, COVID truth teller Dr. Jim Thorpe, Dr. McAuliffe, who we'll have later on in the show, have come up with a fantastic idea. It's an emergency medical kit. And they have created a company called The Wellness Company. And in this medical kit, you can have things that you need in times of crisis. Dr. Thorpe said, if you have an aspirin in your medicine cabinet, you should have a medical emergency kit in your house. Do you get it? Do you remember two years ago when you couldn't find toilet paper or meat? <laughs> Do you know? You know what I'm saying? Remember, I don't know, a time ago that you couldn't get hydroxychloroquine or, uh, you know, uh, ivermectin? 
Well, now you can. And now you can get it from this great company called The Wellness Company, and you could save some money as well. I want you to write down this, uh, this website because you're going to need it today. If you want to get the ball rolling on this, just go to twc.health slash Carson. That's The Wellness Company. Okay, initials, twc.health.carson today in order. Use the promo code Carson. You're going to save 10%. What you're going to get in this, and they're going to, you're going to go through a questionnaire, medical questionnaire. I've done that before. I've got other uh, prescriptions that I've had filled online by reputable institutions. You can get amoxicillin, which is always needed. Zithro, which I couldn't find. It's also known as z I couldn't get for my kids a couple years ago in avian flu. Ivermectin. All of these things for bronchitis, COVID, uh, nausea, pneumonia, all of those. It's a good idea. It's a brilliant idea whose time has come. And if you want to get your kit customized for you, go to twc.health slash Carson. twc.health slash Carson. Use promo code Carson. You're going to save 10%, and you're going to be glad you did it. And again, Dr. Robert McAuliffe. Coming up next hour, let's go to Dan in Bethany Beach. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Dan dropped off. Okay, so had a big buildup for Dan and no payoff. It kind of happens. It's like, uh, you know, a weekend night with me and my wife. But anyway, we won't get into that. No, we won't get into that. So, (laughs) Um, I've got a few things that I want to get to before. Oh, 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 oh. I don't have time to get to the Trump plan to keep jihadists out of the, and their sympathizers out of the United States. I'm assuming that it's a very similar to what he said before, and he was called a racist. But uh, this time, he, he, you realize he was absolutely right about everything. We'll get to that and your phone calls. Much more coming up on The Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. President Trump is leading in the polls. But only one network is covering President Trump's events live. That's Newsmax. Millions have made the switch to Newsmax because it's the real news they can trust. President Trump says he loves Newsmax. Every night you can start watching with Rob Schmidt at 7 p.m. Eastern. Rob Schmidt is exposing the Biden impeachment truth. All this week, Rob looks at the Biden money trail and the tens of millions that went to his family. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand it. And don't forget to download the Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android. It's absolutely free, and you can start watching at any time. Get the Newsmax app now. Get Newsmax at home and make the switch. You won't look back. 